Good evening to everyone listening. We are back. Together, I should say. I miss you so much. I miss you too, bro. Oh, man. It feels so good to be back, man. I, I got a little snippet of episode 46. This episode is episode 47. And episode 46 is very insightful, I will say, but it's very lonely. Very lonely. I saw, a little, I heard a little bit of it, and it's just Saad sitting there talking <laughs> by himself, by his, uh, by his lonesome. I, I've done a lot of shameful, depraved things, things in my life, but this is the top, yeah. the cream of the crop. This man was talking into a mic and giving you all a lesson. For almost an hour. Yes. You guys are getting a long, very yeah. long episode. Yeah. So we're back um, because the last couple of weeks were pretty busy. Yeah. I was in uh, Vegas with some warm titties in my face, or <laughs> I should say advertised warm titties in my face you're getting sucked and fucked yeah like sod said last time mm-hmm. um but th- no genuinely that's how people were uh advertising strip clubs we didn't go to any strip clubs uh but the way that these people because like what are you gonna say like you come around the corner they hand you like a pamphlet they're not just gonna be like yo there's a strip club yeah there's a hundred strip clubs you gotta stand out and this yeah. one dude was like warm titties and i, I was like you know what warm. i like them cold yeah i want them a little icy yeah a little uh, just below room temperature yeah, a little you know what I like a little nippy. Nip, nips a little perky. A little nippy. If it's too warm, it's like, first of all, my hands going to slip off. Yeah, exactly. I get very sweaty very quickly. Yeah, I don't want to be warm. I, like, I want to be <laughs> want to be cool, baby girl. I, I want to do the lube in myself. Yes. I don't want you coming pre-lube. Sorry, mom. Don't listen. So tell me about Las Vegas. Honestly, man, it was it was super dope. I, I think you mentioned it last time. Uh, I went for my friend Osman's bachelor party mm-hmm. my man's getting married well he's technically already married he's already Nicka, religiously married Nicka was uh early i think we've shouted out there nicka <laughs> yeah on the listen pot. we love our friends That's we right. give love to our friends when it's due right if you're a dickhead we're not gonna do it but if you're a great couple we will shout you out Uh-oh. um but now vegas was so fun we had every we have we had three things made three major things planned each day we, we did with dune buggies out in the desert and it was just like we were just alone in the desert just freaking five five cars two dudes in one to each car it was super fun different terrain then we did kayaking the next day and then shooting guns the other day you were so technically we, in the grand canyon for kayaking, we were right? there was this cave first of all they upsold the cave it's not a cave it's a cove it was like a little indent into the into the big old wall well, there. that's that's the opposite problem you might have with a woman you want a cove yeah but you get a cave but then you get a cave yeah then you're like damn bitch how many motherfucking <laughs> dudes you been with shit. but uh how many abortions you had kidding we support abortions yes but um back to the cave part yeah the the cave was like technically in the grand canyon Mm -hmm. so i was i was swimming in the grand canyon technically um is that what they call it nowadays i'm swimming (laughs) in the grand canyon uh yeah sure that pussy grand (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was in the grand canyon and then shooting the next day i hadn't shot a gun in a very long time and let me tell you i was kind of nervous I was kind of no, nervous. It's, it's an intimidating. It thing. was nerve wracking because I was like, "Damn, like this is like actually powerful stuff." Yeah. And then when uh, Osman shot a fifty cal because that's like the biggest gun that they had, I was like standing all the way down the trailer and I felt the, like a shock wave from it. That thing is powerful, man. I can't imagine these things being used in the field. Like it's crazy. Or a school. Yeah, most likely a school. Most likely because cool. one of us shot an AR and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> if, there, if there was an eight year old in front of me, yeah. God, I'll make you Swiss cheese. But yeah, no, Las Vegas is super cool. We had an Airbnb. We, we rented a Lambo, man. Like it was. You it guys was rented fun. a Lambo? Yeah. I didn't know that. I put it on my story. This is how I know this motherfucker just flips through my stories. Look, you posted a lot of good content. I can't absorb all of it at once. That's sad, I was too busy bro. missing you and being lonely. Nah, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, I was in New York the week before. And in my. It was a good trip. My. It wasn't nearly as eventful. I think the highlight for me was. I like the Kith store. 
Kids yeah. Store was cool. Um, you did some hype beast stuff. Did some hype beast stuff. Got a shirt for me, and my brother. I did not get the fucking ice cream that's super common and popular there. They get like I think it's soft serve, like milk cream, and they throw cornflakes on that. Ah, uh, I should have gotten some while I was there. I was right there. Okay. Um, but my phone was about to die. I was tired. I had to pee. I had to poop. It was, and was it hot? It was pretty hot. Okay. It was. It was kind of hot. I had to go back to Brooklyn, so like it was like a forty minute drive from there. It was back yeah. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Here's what I'll say though. I have a major gripe with New Yorkers hmm. about one of your favorite landmarks. <laughs> the main halal cart. Yeah. The most famous one, Adele's. It's in front of the Chase building. And it's in front of the building where like Jimmy Fallon does his show. Yeah, the Rockefeller, right? Hey, the Rockefeller. The NBC. Yeah. I waited in line for an hour and a half, 2 a.m. 2 a.m.? Yeah, we were, we got there at 2 a.m. We were, we were out all night. And get it. It's platter. So I know generally rice, chicken, Lamb, salad, white, white sauce, sauce, red sauce. sauce. You yeah. know the deal, right? But there's huge variety and quality, and I expect this to be amazing because this is the OG. Right. You know what started it? Yeah. It sucked. Wow. It's su- and you know what the worst part is? I got it. I didn't even eat it. I waited to go back to my hotel room to eat it, which is like another 40 minutes. Okay, so do you think that played into it a little bit? It, I, it was not the heat. I guarantee it was not the heat. Because it stayed really warm. Okay. It, but but then it like had like you know it had its own like ecosystem in there because it was like the, sh- the- I hear you. <laughs> but you there's sometimes you can tell when it's a function of time or if it's just just how you were, baby. Yeah. No. Okay. I I can understand it though because when it first started, they were the only ones. They yeah. were the only ones doing it, right? Like when Ford first started, when when they first made the car. That was the only thing going. They're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, Ford made a car. That's so cool. It goes three miles per hour. And then along the way, after a couple of years, somebody came out with a better car. Yeah. You know, there was newer models. They were better. It's named District Chicken Gyro, DCG, by Tyson's Corner in Virginia. It's yeah. the best platters I've ever had. I think, this, I mean, dude, how many times have we seen this? It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a principle of life. It's when something first starts. And then it gets mainstream. It always sucks when it yeah, gets mainstream. Every single time, you know, there's it's always that mom and pop you shop. You lost your roots. Yeah, you lost your roots. You lost touch. Now you're playing for the man. What's the cheese, which cheese cheesesteak place is the most well known in Philly? It's, Gino's and Gino's and Pat's. Yeah, they're, they're right fine. across the street. Yeah, they're okay. Right, but there's like I think like Jim's or something. Jim's is something good. Like that that's like the where all the locals go. Yeah, Jim's is really good. But um, but yeah, I have a similar situation with Las Vegas. So I was out west. Vegas is about a three hour drive from. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? It's it's essentially on the West Coast. Yeah. It's the West Coast city. We land at like 11 p.m. We get out of the hotel or we get out of the airport and get our car, rental car. Everyone's really hungry. Guess what we're going to do? In-N-Out. First stop is In-N-Out Burger. We get there. I'm super excited because I like a good burger. Like I like a good cheeseburger with some fries, you know? Ordered my double cheeseburger with some fries, a little Sprite. You Did know? you get the, what's the fancy fries? Animal people? fries? Animal fries. I didn't get the animal fries. I was too hungry. I even forgot that they had animal mm-hmm. fries, honestly. It was the most mid-burger that I've ever had. Compared to the hype that it gets, yeah. it was... It's insane. It was insanely average. I have made better burgers at home. It's shit. <laughs> Literally, no, I'm not even joking, bro. Like, the meat was just kind of just like normal burger meat. It wasn't anything more juicy or tasted better. The for, bun was all right. For the, the East Coasters, what's a place you would compare it to? I mean, it has to be something like a fast food, fast food chain, right? Like, I would, I would give, I would compare this to, uh, Shake Shack and Five Guys. And Shake Shack and Five Guys are both like three, four notches above better than In and Out. Shit. 
I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was just this store or that time or just that meal that I had. But there was ten, nine other dudes with me. All said the same thing. All said the same. They were like, yeah, it's not as good as like the other times we've had. Every, or like, it's all right. Every person I know who isn't from the West Coast who's gone and had In-N-Out has said it's overrated. I was I was fighting for my life in my DMs because I posted it on my story. <laughs> I was like, this is so mid. Like, it's so overhyped. And people were like, how could you say that? I'm like, what's speaking the truth? Like, I said something about like i think okay so if we're talking the the casual burger chains uh, i think it goes five guys mm-hmm. shake shack is like two steps below it's good but i think the price point is an issue for me and it doesn't have like the same number of toppings bro five guys and shake shack are the same price no they're not they're the same price no look how much food do you get in a, in a five guys okay burger? yeah so the, I, the only the only the only reason i'm giving you five guys above shake shack is because their fries are just head over heels oh, so better the fries are yeah, it, it's it's a package thing. But yeah. if you're talking about just the burger, I think Shake Shack has a better beef patty. Like their beef patty is just juicier and it's better. I genuinely it, think it's that vi- they're very comparable. But for me, the toppings do a lot of the work. Okay, too. and Shake Shake Shack, you do not have any options. Yeah, okay, I, mean, get I get it. Lettuce and cheese and tomato. Five guys. Shack sauce. Shack sauce is there too. That's true. But you got jalapenos, grilled mushrooms. Yeah, you can pickles, do what you want. Grilled onions, onions. Uh, what else goes on a fucking? There's probably so many things. They're you all can fucking put A1 free. On there too. You can put A. I don't know why you would do that. A one sauce is whatever. Yeah, one day, one day I'll try in and out. I feel like I'm not gonna like it. Yeah, it's you're not gonna like it because of the fact that it's like so mm. like it's in and out burger and you and then you eat it and you're like expectations do a lot a better burger. Yeah, hundred percent. Now if you just most. went there like you just somehow you just didn't know what in and out was and you discovered it, you'd be like, oh, this is a good little spot, but. The way it's like talked about, and I think because it's kind of become like a pop culture thing too. Is, like everyone just kind of goes there. It's kind of just like it's kind of like a Starbucks treatment. Everyone has like a Starbucks mug. It's like a statement at this point, and it's just like yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I was kind of I was very disappointed, but um, we did have some other like taco spots, like authentic taco spots there. Ooh. Very good. What else do we have? Uh, there was Dave's Hot Chicken there. That was Those were good sandwiches. I didn't have any, but I saw them. And then we went to Delmonico Steakhouse, which is a pretty famous like steakhouse there. I had like an $85 steak, um, and it felt like an $85 steak. It was good. It was massive. It was like 20-ounce. You had a 20-ounce um, steak? Ribeye on the bone. Tea, like oh. on the bone. It was very juicy. How did you get it good? Uh, I got it medium well, mm-hmm. but it came at medium like rare. Okay, hell yeah! But hell so yeah. I ate it. I wasn't gonna send it back, even though like our other friend sent three steaks back. He but he had a point though. He had a point. He wanted medium rare. They gave him like mediums too hard for him. He calls the manager over. He's like, "Sir, this is not how I wanted it." Takes it back. Sure, gets the second one, and the second one's like, "Sorry guys, here you go." He gives it to him. He's like, this still isn't up to my liking. And at this point, the whole table is like, yo, do not send it back, bro. We're going to look so bad as a whole table. Please don't send it back. But he's like, fuck that. I'm paying $85 for it. I want an $85 steak, which I agree with. I genuinely, like, if you're not happy with it, do, like, send that shit back. How... How overcooked was it, like, the last time? I think the first one was a little overcooked for his liking. And I also think Delmonico's, like, messed up our order. I think they switched mine and his steak. Because I got the medium rare so one. Why didn't you guys just switch? We didn't. I didn't, we didn't realize till like oh. we were like I was like half done it. With steak, you everyone who orders the same steak, all everybody's got to open it up and see. Bro, we're at Delmonico's. We don't think they're gonna fucking fuck it up. What are we talking about today? 
What are we doing? What are we starting with? We have a couple things It's a mixed bag today, it's a right? Mixed bag. It's a goodie bag. I think we should save our pre-planned uh, segments yeah. for the end. Okay. So there's two things we could talk about real mm-hmm. quick. These are more fun. We both watched the first episode of Miss Marvel, yes. the MCU show, yeah. and we both listened to the new Drake album. Yeah. I listened to about uh, two-thirds of it, maybe, uh-huh. and I got the, the, the gist and the vibe of yeah. it, but enough to like talk about it. So yeah. I'll, let you t- I'll let you leave. What, what are um, we talking about first? Let's talk Drake first, okay. right? So I listened to the whole album, like one by one in my headphones, AirPod Pros. If you don't have them, get them. They're bang for your buck, man. I love those things. But here's my thing. As we're sipping tea right here, right? House music is just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It's not my cup of tea. I don't go out of my way to listen to it. So my favorite artist, which is Drake, he went and did it. I wanted to listen to it. It's not his best work. But then again, I like I said, it's not my cup of tea. So I can't really... I don't know what good house music is or what not good house music is. There's some good songs on there. There's uh, like Tex Go Green. I think that's that's the name of it. I don't remember all the names of it. but I um, remember that being a name. I don't remember like what the songs sound like. Yeah. I mean, there's... I think the idea of house music sound with a Drake voice is a cool concept. If you like that and you kind of just like pop culture in general. I don't like house music, so I'm probably not going to listen to like a lot of those songs again. But there are some good songs on there. And then all the way towards the end, the very last song is named Jimmy Crooks. And that song is just like a... like a This is Drake. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Drake's vibe. That's Drake's sound. And he, I think he put that in there for a reason because he's like, hey, I'm trying something different. Here's the house music. And then last one is like, hey, by the way, I'm still Drake. Because that song is a fucking banger. That mm. song is so good. I have not stopped listening to it. I need, I need to actually listen to it because I like barely glossed over it. And I was like half asleep. So yeah. I, I don't want to say anything <laughs> about Jimmy Crooks or not. Uh, my thoughts are relatively the same as yours. I mean, I really didn't like the album. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was better than CLB. It was a better listen than CLB for me. Hmm. Yes. 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 Hmm. CLB is just bland. It's it's just bland Drake. What? Yes, absolutely. This is different. You hope. It's it, it's different. I didn't think it was good, but you know what? It's different. And I'll this, listen to this it. Is, this is where Hot Pocket breaks this up. This is where Hot Pocket breaks up. It's like, <laughs> look. It's on Drake. <laughs> like, the, the vibe of this album was homophobic European dancing very gaily <laughs> is like what I felt like when I was listening uh, to it and you know I like I kind of was in it at first like the first three or four songs I listened to I was like what are you saying this isn't good well, <laughs> no. I was like this isn't good I don't like this but the, but you were bobbing your head but I'm like bobbing my head right? I can't say that for CLB CLB is just like Drake you've been this is a worse version of the same thing you've been doing I dis- I hardly for, I, for 20 millennia I disagree with the CLB C- I like CLB CLB I was not I, I not like think CLB it was good. I was not a fan you so, haven't gone back to listen to CLB I did like the in the months afterwards and in my opinion only got worse pipe was, down what's the, what's the one with Travis and um the one with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross is okay yeah you only live twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That one's fine. Okay. Everything else is just whatever. Like, none of it's, like, bad. It's just not your cup of tea. No, because see, Drake's put out stuff that I like. Okay. Right? So this is just, a, like, a bad Drake album. Don't say that. This is just a bad, <laughs> just just a bad Drake album. No, I get it. I get, I, I get that. I, I'll Like, that's your opinion. But still, Keep the, it to yourself. The, <laughs> the new one is not a good album. But I appreciate the, the attempt to make something different. Yeah. And granted, people have said, like, well, it's house music. This speaks to his versatility as an artist. And I sort of understand that. But here's the thing. There's much better house music out there. Yeah. There's much. Yeah. So it's, it's. And I think I've said this on the la- the one episode we talked about, Drake and Donda. 
at what point do you get points for trying different things when you're only so so in most of those yeah. things? Like Caribbean music, yeah, more like that's great, but it's like I could just listen to actual like Afrobeats or Caribbean music yeah. and it's really good. It is unique, but but didn't you like before this? You said more life was good. No, more though. life was good, but I'm saying like, but there's even better stuff than that. You yeah, know? yeah, I'm sure. So like, more life is good. I'll yeah. give, I'll give him that. So like, as far as dance, I mean, I personally will never love dance music ever. Yeah, but like, it was different enough from like what I usually listen to. Where I was like, okay, I can kind of get yeah. behind it. Uh, speaking of, then suddenly Beyonce came out with a dance song, techno yeah. song. That was just straight up worse than everything from yeah. Drake's album. I, I, I hadn't listened to good. that one, but that gave me a thought about like. Because Drake is not Drake isn't Drake and that popular and that powerful because he just makes good music. Yeah, yeah. He has a whole brand and he's just like the the industry's like main player, right? Mm-hmm. So this kind of makes me think that because um, he did put out a tweet, he was like, "Y'all just don't know, just wait on it," right? Like he he said that about like because he heard all the people like talking like, "Oh, what is this like uns uns music?" So that makes me think like, what if this guy just knows more like industry knowledge in the sense that he knows that there's gonna be like two or three more other big artists that are going to go ahead and like you know make some make make more dance music or maybe. like the next wave like yeah. the, the next producers and everything they know that hey maybe 2023 is going to be more dance vibe and he's just and then he's like the first mover into he, he, it, yeah right? he might be trying to jump on something early um yeah. which would not be bad for his brand at all it wouldn't because then even if it's not good everyone would yeah. be like well drake did this last yeah. year like and then everyone doing it now so i think that that probably is like of play into it but again not my cup of tea i probably am not gonna be that's not the first song i'm playing jimmy crooks is the first song i'm I playing when i'm like ho- like when i'm hopping on the music that's one of the first songs i'm playing um and i guess this kind of goes into is being is do is doing something versatile do that does, does that need to get points if it's not good it depends on like how versatile it really is yeah you know like you're not how much ground are you actually breaking? This is groundbreaking for Drake personally, yeah. what he's doing, right? Is it groundbreaking for people who listen to music? No. no. I've listened to Bow's no. music. I've listened to Caribbean. I've listened to what else has he really done? He's done what's a, what's another vibe he's gone for? He's gone for a British, like a uh, British drill. A yeah. Little bit. Like I've we've all heard yeah. all that stuff. So Oh, he had the, the brief stints, the Habibi thing, yeah. Yeah. So like it's it's not groundbreaking, but I will say a medium which differs is video games, for example. Because mm-hmm. video games is all like mechanics, like yeah. how you're actually playing the game. Yeah. A lot of games do very different things. And also like video games are a much newer industry. And a lot of times it falls flat. The mm-hmm. attempt to do something new and innovate falls so fucking flat. But at least I can say like that's groundbreaking. It, it could potentially somebody else could do it better and learn yeah. from what you did. But with music, I don't want to say like music, because it's not true that music has hit its limit. It absolutely has. No, I, no. I've like heard stuff, but at least from like Drake, and I think from main most mainstream artists, you're not going to find that because there's a constant expectation to turn out content on a somewhat regular enough basis. Whereas I think like Kendrick, Kendrick stepped away. Mm-hmm. Kendrick had time to just do his own thing and come back. Yeah, Kendrick is much more of an artist, yeah. like. He actually approaches him and J. Cole approach the game with like an artist's mentality. Yeah. Kind of like like Quentin Tarantino, right? Like yeah. Quentin like he came up and said, I'm making ten films. That's it. No more, no less. Ten, that's gonna be my discography. This is gonna be my work. That's it. And I feel like that's the way that they approach it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Drake's brand is a little bit more like, I gotta stay up to date, I yeah. gotta hop on the new wave, I gotta create the new wave. Yeah. So I think that's that's part of it too. 
Um, but I guess where I was leading my initial question uh-huh. was into Miss Marvel. Oh. Because me and Saad just watched the first episode recently. I watched it last night. I don't know. A couple nights ago. A couple nights ago, Saad watched it. Um, if you don't know, Miss Marvel is the new Disney Plus show on Disney yeah, Plus. New member of the MCU Phase 4. Yeah. The fucking like 12. Let's count real quick. WandaVision. Uh, the Hawkeye one. The Hawkeye one. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Falcon. Loki. Um, Loki. Moonlight. 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 And they're, they're making a She-Hulk. Did you see the trailer for that? Oh, that looks fucking awful. Yeah, that did not look <laughs> it good, bro. It was hilariously awful. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk. Miss Marvel. There's more that are coming out, but I think so far that's what's come out yeah, thus yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, So far. That's in the span of like a year and a half. Yeah, they've There's been... There's seven fucking shows. on this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, Miss Marvel, this is the topic, and it's very on brand for Hot Pocket because we like to talk about cultural stuff. She is the first Muslim, Pakistani Muslim, I should say, um, representation into this industry. Like this Marvel industry, this... this uh, yeah, Marvel specifically. I, we, we're not trying to say that like there hasn't been a TV show with like... I don't know any TV shows off that my head with a boxing Muslim. There probably is one that we just don't know but about. Not, they might be. There might be, but not a main character. This girl is I'm like... I'm sure a, there's one that we don't. Maybe. Not I don't mainstream, know, actually. Not mainstream, Yeah, yeah, bro. okay, yeah. That's, that's, that's a for Not like You're talking about name. Disney and Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Which is literally, they're like, they own everything. They they're run the everything. Biggest. Yeah, exactly. Which I'll get to. What I'll, I, there's yeah, something I noticed. That's a separate thing. Yeah. But yeah, so I think this hits on that diversity aspect of their entire portfolio yeah, yeah because they're they're doing like a really big effort into we want to make it more inclusive we want to make we want to tell different stories they've with, been doing that within more our, or, yeah shang chi shang chi yeah uh what black else panther, got black panther yeah 100 percent. and i think miss marvel is more of a recent uh creation of theirs i think it was like early 2000 mid 2000 the comic is the more comic, new. yeah the comic it's not one new. of those like 1960s 1970s no, no. that'd be cool but it's not I ain't no white man in the 60s 70s making, making a up, show yeah. about so the girl's Pakistani. name is kamala khan and uh she's pakistani young teenage girl she's you know living in this world in new jersey new jersey, jersey city right outside new york and she's in high school she's really into marvel stuff she so this is like post she's uh, a marvel fangirl yeah and it's after uh end game game this stuff. is after all the the last phase of all those movies end game and and war whatever i think uh, keep in mind we've we've both only seen one episode only one episode and i might go back for a second one just to like see how it plays out and see wh- like i don't want to like just judge it too prematurely right yeah, yeah so but i am judging it prematurely i'm gonna say my thoughts i think that's fair i think <laughs> i think the aspect of a large corporation like disney and marvel Having a main character with a lead Pakistani Muslim character, I think is really good. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of elements in the show itself that are like, yeah, this is this is kind of like how families operate, like Pakistani Muslim families operate. A little bit more on the conservative side, a little bit more on the, hey, don't wear this. A little bit more conservative with the girls. Uh, don't do this. You can't do this. Oh, but the brother, the older brother did everything. Like, that's literally my household right now. Like, yeah. I'll go come back at 2 a.m. My mom won't even, like, she'll ask me one or two questions and pretend to be, like, stern, but she doesn't really care. But my sister can't go over her friend's house without asking, like, three <laughs> times. You know what I mean? And then there was there was a one part that it was really funny because it was very spot on was when they denied her to go to the Comic-Con thing, uh, AvengerCon, and then her brother came in because she was sad, and he was like, I'm going to talk to them, and I'll get them to go. And next day, the parents were like, yeah, like, you can go. Like, I'm going to talk to us or whatever. And I think, like, it's always, that's that's been the house case in my household, yeah. too, where it's like, 
my little sister would come up and be like, yo, can you just like talk to her? And I'll be like, yeah. And my mom would be like, okay. Mm-hmm. So that was real. Uh, but I think they did over overdo a lot of different elements. And they, that kind of became annoying a little bit. He, here's, here's how I would describe it. And this is yeah. a very common thing. This is especially common in Marvel. Yeah. This was this was written like I think most of them the main writing team and the producers and directors are all Desi. Yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. they're all Desi. A lot of Desi names popped up in the credits. This is written by Desi's for white people. For white people, yes. and that's my fucking hundred percent. That is is so fucking. They need to throw out every stereotype. Yeah. So that way, white people can feel like oh, I know what they're talking about yeah. because I've seen this on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It. Uh, I have a lot of. I mean, are you done? Like with your? I don't yeah, want to cut him. No, no, you're good. Your thoughts. Okay, so let me just be positive right at the start. Marvel, historically, has had very dull color palettes. They're all very gray. Yeah. They're all very ugly looking. The CG is still not good in this. There's the one scene where they're in the car driving on the bridge, and you can see, like, her mom, and, like, there's, like, the background of Grancer, and it's the worst green screen I've ever seen. But the amount of color that they use is really cool. Mm-hmm. I think some of the camera work is pretty fun and interesting. They have really good use of special effects. Yeah. Uh but that won't save it, I think, from being just a lame-ass story. Mm-hmm. I don't... Like, I understand the angle of, like, yeah, they're telling a truth. Because individually, the stereotypes are true. These are things that actually yeah. happen. But at what point are you telling a, a, a story about human characters with nuance versus the most superficial, obvious, stereotypical story? Mm-hmm. There's there, and, and obviously, I've only seen one episode... But it's also Marvel, and I've seen enough Marvel and know enough Marvel to know that it's not probably not going to go farther than that. Nah. There's also a thing where... Alright, did you catch this part? Because her whole thing is that she's a nerd. Yeah. yeah she, she's like a social outcast or whatever. Yeah. Because she loves Marvel. Mm-hmm. This is also written for, like, Disney adults who feel slighted that people kind of make fun of Disney sometimes. Yeah. This is very much written for them. Yeah. There's that one part where they're at the convention and the, the popular girl comes in. She's also like And a she's Marvel like head. a Marvel character. And they're like, oh, she doesn't even know what that is. And it's like, yeah. in what fucking worlds? Yeah. They're trying to act like it's a it's a niche thing to like Marvel. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll they, they're, they're trying to imply like... Oh, it's cool to like, like, even though like you people might make fun of you for making Marvel, like, there's definitely like an element of like, there, this is made for Marvel adults, also. There's like a tinge of that, like, I mean, it's I'll, okay to be a nerd. I understand what you're saying, but like, this isn't the world that we're living in. It's this not, is a separate it, world, it, it's right? It's not, but like, it, you're, you're supposed to draw that analog. Like, you, th- like again, if, if it's, it's about like seeing. You can see the parallel, yeah. You can see the parallel, you can see the representation. And to me, the, I just looked at that and I was like, this is made for the most annoying people in the world. Yeah. I, I do think there's something to be said about Disney adults. Like, Disney adults are weird yeah like let's just did put you that see aside. the story with the wedding yeah with the thir- with they where they <laughs> did this okay I, we digress for a little bit yeah yeah this what this this couple posted on am i the asshole actually on reddit yeah, yeah, yeah. like am i the asshole for telling my wedding guests that there will be food but there what there isn't no food because they spent, they spent their, their budget money on mickey and Minnie appearance to come and wave and take pictures and stuff and they but the thing is they were like all of our guests were kind of upset but like the thing is like there was venue there was food places around there and in our in our invitation we did say food will be available at the venue meaning like there's like restaurants around the corner yeah the thing that was the most infuriating about the whole thing was a fucking i think some sociology or religious studies professor quoted it this is the tweet that got traction yeah and she basically said it's okay for them 
to feel this way and to think this way because for them they had such a strongly held identity to Disney. It's like a religion, fucking and weird. It, it would be no. Really. Yeah, that's fucking insane. No, like, fuck I'm you. I'm sorry you can't fucking... suck the dick of your giant mouse god. Like, what the <laughs> you fuck? <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> care. You fucking nerds, bro. Um, like, it's one thing yeah. to enjoy it. Like, enjoy Star Wars. Yeah, enjoy, it. like, yo, I love the story. I grew up on this. It's another thing to be like, I want this at my wedding yeah, that's over insane. food. That's insane. Like, fucking grow up. I, I think the attachment people have to intellectual properties and media is so bizarre in general to be yeah, brainwashed with. yeah it's it's like, like even for things i like like i know the way some people like talk about it sometimes they're like bro get a fucking look at it, get a fucking life yeah touch grass yeah going back to kamala <laughs> khan because we digress yeah. real quick one of the other things with this whole representation thing and this is a sort of a tangential thing is like a lot of marvel is just propaganda for like the u.s army so like there's that one time where she was talking about like Man, a Captain Marvel, because Captain Marvel was a white woman, Brie mm-hmm. Larson. She had her own yeah, movie. Yeah. She's like, well, Captain Marvel Carol can't Danvers. be brown like me. And I'm like, that whole Captain Marvel, the movie, was just like a big movie for like army recruitment, basically, like women in the army. So it's like, I'm not super keen to be like, this is an empowering story for women when all Marvel movies at the end of the day kind of imply like, you should be in our fucking army. Or like, they kind of make some apology for something yeah. of that nature. It, it's like, it's like that kind of representation where it's like, you should be a general. Yeah. It's like, so you get to bomb your own people? Yeah. It's like, it's very much like I that. Think, I think a lot of the public doesn't think that way. They don't, no, they don't actively because, think that way. Yeah, they don't. But that's how, that's when, the you, framing like, when you look at it, it's a framing and you kind of like analyze it a little bit more. That's what it comes down to. It's just like, oh, like, yeah. here's another story about being a war hero, about being like, yeah. you know, saving somebody from the aliens or like like oh who are the aliens like freaking mexicans yeah. i don't know Some like shit like the that. avengers initiative in the real world would be blackwater it's yeah. a private militia yeah. that is works with the u.s government yeah but we're supposed to think they're the good guys here and the u.s government is like perfectly hunky-dory yeah. but i will say like in in marvel civil war there was a thing between like the two sides where yeah. the u.n i guess whatever body they were using was like it was like a we're u.n gonna proxy. control you and i think captain america was like no you're not like yeah. we're not gonna get, get 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 controlled and like just be deployed at your will we're gonna kind of act on our own and do our own thing that's a bad thing though what the idea that like there's like a, a private militia that has absolutely no authority attached to it. No, it, that's right. But then the other opposite end is like it's like U.S. or you, the U.N. or NATO is just going to use them for their own benefit. Too, I mean, but you like, know that, I mean? the framing is like so simplistic either way, right? Like, no, that, it is. That's the basic problem. Yeah. Like if they have a, sometimes they will inject a preemptive critique to be like, oh, so you were like two-sided about yeah. this what is it? but it's like it's the most superficial thing because it's also like they attach it to captain america to be like oh no but we're good people we wouldn't do anything like that it's like right that's that's how it works in the yeah. real world so have you see, did you ever watch uh winter soldier falcon south falcon and the winter soldier i know the basic premise about falcon has like a identity crisis about yeah. being captain america yeah and how like a black man won't be accepted as captain america and like i understand the I understand the because like there was another there was a sideline story in that that was before Captain Rogers older black black guy who they did experiments on but he was buried he was buried he was never known as like the you know because he was black they didn't want to give the glory to the black guy they gave the glory to the white Mm -hmm. kid from Brooklyn whatever and he had this realization where he was like the government did this to him but now I'm supposed to be Captain America and represent him and then like the and then the end end result ended up being well no like. 
I'm gonna do this for him. Yeah, and like, this, just like this, oh, this is the God. shit Marvel. Like, on, it's man. it's the most like feckless, toothless, stupid yeah. representation shit. But obviously they're gonna be like I mean, patriotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like that's I, the I, thing. But that's our critique of yeah, it. That's our critique. That is like, our personal critique of I don't, it. Like, kind of funny. Yeah, I don't actually expect Marvel to ever like have an insightful critique of like American Empire. Right? Yeah, no. But like the fact that it's super popular. People should be like aware, like yeah. this is how propaganda yeah. operates. It's really funny because you just mentioned American Empire. Um, there's a tweet about Star Wars, and people were like, "Can we just stop like fucking uh, yeah, yeah, pro- like? This. Can we stop politicizing Star Wars?" And Star the Star Wars account literally tweeted back. I was he was like, "Us including like LGBTQ characters is not propaganda. Our name or like is not." politicizing it our name is literally star wars and they like capitalized wars and then someone else tweeted under it they were like actually this first star wars was an allegory to like the vietnam war and he and the same dude responded he was like that can't be true that's nonsense because if that was true then that means the u.s would be the empire and then they stopped the screenshot like, yeah that's the point. and it's like yeah that is the fucking <laughs> point because the u.s isn't the empire they are the bad guys they are the ones yeah. doing this but marvel does tend to like shy away from all that but i also think it's like and i've mentioned this before like do we sometimes i think we're personally too hard on it because it's like they make this shit for kids but then again it ends up leading it's like propaganda that's that's, that's the point i'm getting like yeah propaganda doesn't does not have to be like a literal go army commercial they sub sublimate these ideas through toys yeah through cartoons the idea like like paw patrol yeah like, I'm not actually going to say... I would never go up to my niece and nephew and be like, don't fucking watch that, you fucking bitch. I would never I do that. It, it gives you an idea of, like, this is how these uh, this information gets disseminated. Yeah. I think the point that you made about, like, these are Pakistani people making it for white people yeah. and, like, the mass audience is yeah. white, it, it kind of takes away from it. Yeah. I mean, even if it was... Even if we somehow could say, oh, this is brown people making a show for brown people, I don't know how you qualify that. At the end of the day, I just want good TV. Yeah. So I would just want like a good show. It could be about superheroes and still be good. I think my I think my ethnic cultural litmus is always Rami. Yeah, like, Rami's, Rami's just good. such a Rami's good really writing, good. good filmography, good cinematography, good acting, good character development. Yeah. And just a good story. Where is season three? Rami, where the fuck are Rami, you, Rami, where man? the fuck are you? We need that shit. We need to do a review of that. We got, we got Marvel making Muslim content. Come, we need you, How are you losing to... Please don't lose to Kamala Khan. Please. I, I don't... Doesn't Disney own, like, Hulu? Dirty Laundry, bringing it back. Yeah. We this was an episode we did try to record before the audio got fucked up, so we're only gonna do two segments real yeah. quick. And for people who don't know, Dirty Laundry is our advice column, hunky dunk. Yeah. All right, share pick one or two. Let's you know. start with one. One, yeah. yeah, one's good. Dear Prudence, help! I cheated on my girlfriend. She blames my brother for it all. <laughs> she thinks he has no honor or respect for women. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we were just defending women earlier now we're gonna bag on this girl today is my brother's birthday about a year ago i cheated on my girlfriend and confided in him pin in that yeah. i cheated on my girlfriend and told my brother yeah my girlfriend has since forgiven me and we've worked hard to move on and leave the past behind us this dude's still cheating but <laughs> but she found out that my brother knew about my infidelity and has carried a hateful resentment ever since she believes if he had any honor or respect for women, then he would have ratted me out or at least tried harder to stop. <laughs> this is so funny, this bro. Is <laughs> this is literally so fucking funny. 
I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit because it's basically like repeating itself. My brother is non-confrontational to say the least and prefers to just ignore the situation to make the most out of our rare time together. Is my girlfriend merely protecting herself as she claims or has her bitterness gone too far? Oh, I forgot the key point. She forbid me to see him for months and I reluctantly agreed until I finally broke down and told her I can't be with her if she forced me to choose between her and my brother. So basically the person writing this is asking Prudence, do I pick my brother or my girlfriend. I think I think he already made a decision when he put his dick in another woman. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you you picked another woman. Yeah, you literally chose another woman over your girlfriend. And then you talked to your brother about it. You yeah. picked your bro, bro. Yeah. Honestly, yo, this girl has I feel so bad for her cuz she is just delusional. Yeah. She is mad at the brother for knowing her her boyfriend cheated on her, but She's just like it's just a complete misdirection of hate. Yeah, no, she's angry at herself. Like, here's a here's a key line. She believes if he had any honor or respect for women, then he would have ratted me out or at least tried harder to stop me. She's upset. Obviously, she's still upset that the cheating happened, which rightfully you should be. Yeah, but why is she still and with o- him? I think she's upset that like she kind of took him back. I think there's a little bit of. That. I think there's just resentment all over. There's this girl. resentment all over the place, yeah. and she's upset that the brother didn't intervene to make this a better scenario. I just love the fact that this dude is like, guys, I'm such, I'm in such a pickle. <laughs> my girl is like, open- she's making me choose between my brother and her. Why? Oh, I cheated do? on her, and I told my brother, and she did. I'm like, he he's bringing this like this is a moral conundrum for him. Yeah, it's like like this is what your morality the is like coming out really to- for the 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 girlfriend. Yeah, I it's think. like, dude. This is what you're like having the moral issue about. I'm Come gonna on. bang my dongle real quick. The brother did nothing wrong. No, right? Absolutely, the brother did nothing wrong. First of all, he was not friends with this girl. Yeah, this was just another person. And if you figure out someone's cheating or something, you just stay out of it. Yeah. Stay out of it. You're like stay out of it, unless like that is a good close relation. Your best friends or your good friends. Sure, you should. I think you have an obligation to say something at that point. But if anything else, you can just his brother. back out. Yeah, bros for hoes. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> that's not what I was going at. But like, you know, it, it's a big ask to demand that somebody, and I don't want to say betray because what the guy, the guy writing this is obviously fucked up. It, it did a shitty thing, but it's still a big ask to ask of his brother to then turn around for a girl who he has like a tangential relationship yeah. to, and then the, I mean, the, obviously, the craziest thing is that she's like, you can't see him. It, uh, she should be like you can't. She see the has no. He had okay. The brother has no honor, but she's able to forgive the guy who cheat. That yeah. cheating is incredibly dishonorable. Yeah, and I think we're like this story is coming from like a a cheater's mouth too. Yeah. So it's like I feel like grain of he's salt has leaving to be out some. It has to be right. He's like, at, come on, he, man. Did he? cheat on her with a girl or did he cheat on her with his brother we don't know this we don't know was he clapping his own brother's cheeks and that's why she's upset about the yeah, brother that's why maybe that's why she didn't want to see him all the time and if that's the case you go girl yeah but if that's not the case which most likely it's not um lady come on you Woman. gotta leave this guy to the point where he's like kind of manip this dude didn't even have the balls to be like wait why are you mad at him yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that's a bad. This is a bad brother. He just kind of let it go. He's like, "Oh, she's mad at him." All right, cool, that's cool, crazy. Cool. Why? Wow, I'm just so. He's confused. like, "Yeah, I can't believe he didn't tell you." <laughs> He's like, "That's so crazy, babe." Like, I'm so sorry. Like, she's got a point. You didn't. Stop By the her. way, I'm gonna be with the boys later I'm tonight till like two a.m. Yeah, yeah. Just don't stay up. You just let her know where I'm gonna be. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is this is a yeah. fucked up. The story. writer is the biggest fuckhead out of all. Yes. Yeah. What did Prudence have to say about this? I just got on one. Let's like, see. was Prudence like, "Yo, you fucking." We usually don't read these, but keep the brother, lose her. She thinks infidelity is a nearly unforgivable offense. Yet she has forgiven you, but she won't forgive your brother for being told by you what you did. She actually has never forgiven you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's going to make you pay for your transgression every day. Yada yada. Yeah, I I completely agree. She's. I don't still think how you upset. move on with. With someone who cheated on you. I just don't think you can personally, person, me personally, I would not be able to do that. I think it's very hard. I think it's insanely, I don't know if I could do it. I think people do do it. I think, yeah, people do. People are out there doing it. People resign themselves to doing it, but I don't know if it's necessarily, you, both people have to have the emotional capacity, maturity to assess it and move on from it. And I don't think most people have that capability. But even if you do, bro, like I feel like I have a very good emotional You need to have a good reason. And good, like, I feel like I'm very emotionally intelligent and I understand my feelings and I understand. And I know some people get weak and like fall. But that's like something you just cannot do. When someone, when you're in love with somebody or you love somebody, bro, that's just, that's the the biggest sign of you just don't love them. The only, it would have to be something along the lines of your mother is dying. What and you're oh, just, just, this whole anybody someone very close to you is dying who isn't your significant could be a significant other they're in the hospital and you see them every day for seven hours a day by the bedside they're in a coma or whatever there's this one nurse oh my god just, try, just hold on just hold on just hold on <laughs> this one nurse or or rn or doctor or whoever right administering most of the the health care Constantly going and doing their job. They're just doing their job. Yeah. But, you know, part of being in healthcare is also sort of being a people person and right. consoling the uh, patient's loved ones. Yeah. So they see you and, the, you know, over time they're like, hey, can I can I get you water or something? Are you okay? Do you want to play? You know, just doing your job. And then over time it just develops. <laughs> Get your hands <laughs> off my thigh, bro. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, you know, Unhand they me. start developing and you're so emotionally distraught. And because you've been like there all the time, you've been a little bit negligent with your significant other yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. And that turns into resentment from them. This like, what I, this is not justification. I'm saying like, it has to be this kind like this of level fantasy thing. fantasy of yours. This, <laughs> <laughs> the way you went into that shit, bro. was <laughs> so specific. He was like, it would have to be something like that. I no, I get it. I think people can sometimes make like, like an emotional s- connection, yeah. and then take it a step further. If you just slid into the DMs of a hot person, fuck no, yeah, absolutely not. No, I I understand. There's certain situations where you might be getting the attention, but I think like if you have that, you got a relationship that, with somebody. Like you're married, you're you're very good, you know, in depth girlfriend. Like you're in it with her in depth, oh, yeah. in depth, yeah, really in depth. Hey. Huh? But yeah, no, it's like, dude, be a man and don't do it. Like, come on, control yourself. Simple. Control yourself. Speaking of controlling yourself, <laughs> our next, our next one oh, is Jesus so Christ. funny. Oh Jesus! Oh, this is, okay, this is wonderful. Dear Prudence, help! <laughs> I can't. All right. do it. My niece loves showing off her new boobs. I need her to stay away from my husband. This is okay. Our niece recently got a boob job. She looks great. The problem is that she always is dressed inappropriately at family gatherings. Where's the next family gathering, fam? <laughs> we'll, 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 I'm we'll trying to show up. <laughs> it's beyond ridiculous. We have to sit across the table from her while she's flaunting her boobs. I mean, her shirts are low-cut, belong- you know, whatever, right? We, you, you get the idea. Here's the kicker. My husband is a diagnosed sex addict. I just can't handle this. I find this situation inescapable. We can't not attend family gatherings. I dread them now. No one else seems to care. 
And it's basically just a repeat of the whole situation. Yeah. For the record, she explains multiple times how at multiple events she's shown up with like a bunch of different boys. She's yeah. a hoe. Her her niece is a hoe yeah. is what she keeps trying to say. She's an, no, empo- she's an empowered woman. In, in, in empower, I'm sorry. An empowered, she's an empowered woman. Empowered double D woman. Love it. And she has not indicated in this write-up that her husband has actually looked or touched right he's a sex addict or he she's he's a diagnosed sex addict so i just want to get ahead he of it he excuses himself every time she shows up at the family <laughs> gathering and winks <sighs> when out of the bathroom bro <sighs> and so here's her question at the end what can i do short of divorcing my husband to end this misery why is that the fucking go-to yeah. option yeah why is that one of the cards on the table yeah. like i divorced my husband because i am paranoid that he is going to be looking at the giant big oogly milkers of yeah. my niece so the whole the whole there was another sentence in there where she was like i don't dress like that like but i have like large family. breasts yeah but then i have by the way breasts. where's like, the family you're 60 yeah she literally <laughs> says my husband we were at my husband's 60th 60th dinner yeah. like you're an older woman of course you're not gonna dress like that she also indicates that her mother the girl's the, the, mother the niece's mom which i'm assuming is her sister sister sister-in-law something has to be right also was in the kind of the same kind of yeah. person, like dressed provocatively when she was Big younger. Boobs, showed yeah. off her boobs, and then until she stopped. got until she got to an older age, that's when she stopped. So it's like it's kind of just a All the characteristic got trait. Big old titties. Yeah, Where's this family? Uh, at, what's the zip code? Right, <laughs> but like it's that's what the family. That's like her mom. So her daughters normally take after their moms. I don't think it's specifically anything like oh she got a boob jobs to do this. I think that's just what she was, and yeah. she ended up getting the surgery to feel better about herself. I mean, at your grandparents' ninetieth birthday, maybe yeah, don't give your grandfather out. a heart attack. Chill out, chill out. Your your grandfather is gonna. This he's a, he has dementia. He's he, gonna see. He, you as he's like, gonna start thinking about some Vietnamese woman he raped. Yeah, in, in the Vietnam. He's War. gonna think he's, this is like the nineteen forties. He's <laughs> like this man doesn't remember the last thirty years of his life. Jesus. But yeah, here's what this is what I think the the woman writing this should do. Download an app. I'm sure there's an app for this. Buy smart glasses, like yeah. Google glasses. I don't think they sell this anymore, but something re- resembling those. Give them to your husband. Don't yeah. tell him what they are. Mm-hmm. Put them on. <laughs> Just Sync up the app. <laughs> and so you will be able to track where he looks. Mm-hmm. And so you got to give a little bit of leeway with the boob thing. Because look, let me let me cap to it. If I see a, a, in my peripheral. You see some knockers. If I see some knockers, I'm going to like look for half you a think second. If I'm on the street. Y- yeah. If I'm on the street and I see a red Ferrari 458 Spider. Yeah. You think I'm not gonna look? You're just gonna look for like how you you just know. Like, I'm gonna be like, that's it. I'm gonna be like, that's a nice car. And so then, you gotta allow for going. slack like that. But the key is the linger. Yeah, is he lingering for? I'll say a second and a half. Anything brother, after that is is brother, play. brother, brother. He is a sex addict. <laughs> okay, okay, right. <laughs> like, okay. That dude's not lingering. He's like pro- also pro- attach a heart rate monitor to him. Pouncing we need over the table. Here's here's my solution and alleviation to this. Yeah, it's her niece. Meaning the the husband is not blood related to her. Well, right? sure, he might be. I don't know. I'm assuming that this is not her, his niece. This is like his wife's niece, which is the lady who's writing yeah, yeah. this, right? The niece got some new tits. She wants to show them off anyways. I go up to the niece as the, as the lady. I'm like, hey, Brenda, whatever her name is. Listen, you you look good. You know my husband's condition. He's a sex addict. I will give you $50 for... Your tit pics. Just, just send it to him once. Let him get it out of his system. Like, not, not like physical. Just like give him the picture. Let him get it out of his system. Oh no, sure. And you just can't. like move. No, and then, sure. and then you we're can't. just gonna move on. 
Hold on. You, you gotta go, give a dog go to, a bone. You go to a crack addict. You gotta, you gotta give a dog a bone. No, but this is an addict. Brother, you gotta wean him off he somehow. now knows what they look like. <laughs> are you are you out of your fucking mind? At the grandma's funeral, now that he's had like a sample, she's gonna be able to wear a low cut black maxi dress. He's just gonna look over to the lo- stars wagon. This, it's like, this is grandma's funeral. This is grandma's funeral. No, nah, I was genuinely. I was just trying. I was just trying to be funny, and that was a joke. But I, I mean, realistically, bro, like the problem is not what your is niece. The- Hold on. The problem is not your niece or her boobs. The problem is your husband is a fucking sex addict. Send that motherfucker to therapy or some shit, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, you cannot be... I know sex addict is, like, real, right? Like, it's actually, like, a psychological thing. Let's look up WebMD. Sex addiction. Sex addiction. Hypersexuality. An obsession with sexual thoughts, urges, or behaviors that may cause distress or that negatively affects health, jobs, or relationships. So... It's sex addiction if it's negatively affecting your life. I like how you had to go on uh, I want on to incognito. Know, I, oh, I just left it. Oh, it's an incognito okay. for the dear prudence things already. Um, let's see. Signs of a sex addict. Both sex physical. Addiction. It can take a healthcare professional to make a clear diagnosis. No, it's like a real psychological thing because you're just I like. I just want to s- fucking quantify this. I'm sure it's like a lot, bro. Like you, they would, they're like, they're feeling all day. shame. Or <laughs> if a need for sex crosses over into an addiction, someone's sexual feelings might also be interspersed with feelings of anxiety, shame, depression, or regret. The individual may feel shame about their sexual urges and their di- difficulty controlling those urges. I feel so bad. Oh my god! They even show. They may even show signs of clinical depression or suicide ideation. Man, that's, they got it bad, bro. If you, if some, if one of your friends is like really down the dumps, they might be a sex. They addict. They just might be a sex addict. They know you never know. They might they, just not be getting off as much as they want they, to. <laughs> Which, uh, listen, man. Like jokes aside, this man needs help. Oh yeah, we're not saying it's his fault. <clears throat> we're saying it's this is the problem. I would, I would give it a little bit on his fault because, like, well, you look, no, he, here's he's, the thing: he's a mental problem. No, no, no. Other mental problems are just chemical imbalances in your head. This yes. mental problem, I feel, is like you kind of. In my opinion, I'm not a doctor. I feel like you put yourself into this. You start off slow, start with the weed, the gateway drug. Then you like, you know, you want to try something harder. You go to heroin. Now you're hooked, right? Start, weed is not a gateway drug. I Forms of treatment include cognitive behavior therapy, psychodynamic therapy, group therapy, group therapy. Hmm. Have you seen like Ian Peele's sketch with like, oh, yeah. uh, like sex addicts? <laughs> He's like, oh, I like. It. He was just like, this dude was like a fat incel just trying to get trying to get laid. That's why he went to a sex therapy group. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking, I want to know more about this. About so what it takes like, to be a sex addict. So I was gonna find some, so find some things. Like, damn, I, I agree to this. A, a, uh, this is me. Damn. Uh, anyways, get your husband some help. Get your husband some help. Leave the niece alone. She's fine and all. She's of not this. doing nothing wrong. Don't divorce your husband. Might just, as well send him my way. Sorry, just, we don't know how old she. What if this whole time she's sixteen? That'd be terrible. I feel like that's. I feel like no, she would have. She would have. She would have brought that up. That this yeah. is like an underage woman. Yeah. Nah. Damn. When, hmm. Hmm. Stop thinking about sixteen-year-old boobs, bro. Do- <laughs> 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 Fuck. <laughs> oh, Fuck. Nah, but yeah, this uh, this dude needs help. Like, it's not your. Let's walk the shit backwards, lady. Your issue is your is not the niece. Your issue your issue is your husband acting uncontrollably around 
any woman at that. Not just like yeah. the niece is just like the golden child right there. I wonder if he got fired. I mean, bro. I like, wonder like what negatively are, impacted his life for him to get diagnosed with the sex addiction. I'm I'm trying to figure that one out. I mean, I, dude, I think if you're with a person who has a sex addiction, like you, if like an addiction is like you're physically addicted to it without it, you don't fucking operate. You don't function. Like, imagine how many times this dude probably wants to have sex during the day. Like, I genuinely don't think a sex addict can have one partner. Probably not. This dude probably cheated. I feel like she's leaving, leaving out a lot. I feel like this is a very woman who's like, tr- like she has been through it. Yeah, yeah. This, this man probably yeah. cheated on her with a hot dog. He started fucking the car. <laughs> yeah. He's with like, a fucking hot dog. He started fucking butter, the computer. Anything, bro. Anything he thought was like... A water bottle. The, the hole in the tree. Don't matter. The hole in the tree. Don't This man has matter. tried fucking the dog. Would you date a sex addict? Date, not marry. You're just dating them for a bit. I don't know if I'd be able to keep up. Like, genuinely. I yeah. feel... You know what I mean? It's like... That'd be hard. It's like anything. It's like with anything. It's like someone who is like addicted to fucking riding a bike or like... I don't want to ride a bike three times a day, bitch. Like, get away from me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to make a, make a loose analogy on something, right? Like, everyone thinks like, oh, sex. Like, guys are going to love it. It's just like... No, no, no. Brother, like... These motherfuckers are going at it, dog. Yeah. Like, you are addicted. I don't I th- got the vitality. I saw a Terry Crews... Uh, you know Terry Crews, right? The yeah, big buff yeah. dude. Um, I saw like a little clip on Twitter a while back about him explaining his sex addiction because also he was like groped uh, in yeah like, there was like Hollywood he was like a whole story about that he tried to do a Me Too thing too but um, he was talking about how he was addicted to like porn basically he had a sex addiction he was addicted to porn and then in it he was the the host was like so how what is what are, what is addicted to porn like what how much were you watching he was like from the moment I woke up at like nine I was watching to like. 11 12 at night like continuously watching like any chance i got i was like holy how fuck much of that, that is, is he, insane how bro. much of that time is he wanking it probably, i feel like ha- he's probably just a lot bro once or twice nah i think I, it has I feel to be like, like maybe for some of these guys it's just i need it you just need to watch i just need to watch I have Dolby surround sound. <laughs> I have three three D audio. Man, this, is, this is Oculus like <laughs> go- glasses coming out. This is about to take it to the next level. I got this four K shit. Yeah. They don't even need to leave the house anymore. <laughs> I mean, I think that covers uh, pretty much everything yeah. we we're going to hit today. So we will see you guys whenever we see you guys because I don't know. When, yeah. Yeah, we'll be in Philly. and We'll be in Philly next weekend. We got weddings and stuff coming we got up. Yeah, weddings. None of ours, though. So, hey, hey. You never know. All right. So, like. Comment. Follow, share, share, uh, subscribe, subscribe when we have a when we have something to subscribe to. Something to subscribe to, inshallah, maybe yeah. coming. All right, we're all right, all right. Y'all have fun now. Go listen yeah. to the other one if you haven't listened to the other one yet. All right, I'm very lonely there. <laughs> <laughs>